0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Attention, pro athletes. Want to secure your financial legacy and thrive off the field? Oakbridge Wealth Management, led by wealth manager Chris Anasetti, is your dedicated financial planning ally. But don't take it from me. Take it from the Dallas Cowboys' Tyler Biadish. He says Chris set goals financially and has been incredibly impactful in my journey in the NFL. Experience our customized, comprehensive approach, trusted by top NFL players. Don't leave your financial success to chance. Connect with Chris on Instagram at Oakbridge WM underscore Anaceti. That's Oakbridge WM underscore A-N-I-C-E-T-E. And let Oakbridge Wealth Management guide you across the goal line. Again. welcome back to the believe in badgers podcast on the believe podcast network presented by BetOnline.ag and and oakbridge wealth management once again i'm matt perkins joined as always by badger legend the hebrew hammer himself matt bernstein bernie how you doing today
0: i mean i'm every day with you matt perkins is a beautiful day Uh, Excited to dive into the art world, yeah. You know, I I don't spend a lot of time there, so I'm pretty excited uh, to compare myself to some pictures of uh, the other Hebrew Hammer from back in the day, the the leader of the Maccabees. We'll we'll have to. Judah McAbee, we'll have to figure out if it works at some at some point. But we have a professional here who could make it happen.
1: Yes, we do. We have uh, the man behind Art But Make It Sports, the single best uh, internet account that you should be following, uh, LJ Raider, who is taking uh, a little bit of time out of his busy posting schedule and reading schedule, I'm sure, to uh, hang out with us and talk about what he does. So, LJ, thank you for joining
2: us. Yeah, busy Busy posting schedule, busy actual job schedule. Uh, the uh, this is very much a, a hobby, but uh, has now gotten a little out of control. So, uh, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for having me. Excited to chat with you guys.
1: Before we get into it, I want to remind you guys that we are presented by BetOnline.ag where they continue to be your number one source for all of your online sports wagering needs. You name it, they've got it over there at BetOnline.ag. Especially with football season right around the corner and MLB pennant races in full swing, there's no better place to be anywhere in the world than BetOnline to place your wagers on any of the sports that you love. So head on over to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up and receive a 50% welcome bonus using our promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v bet online where the game starts
0: but what what makes it so what makes it out of control because as i as i go through your social media and your instagram i'm like oh this is my favorite let's talk about this one and then two posts later i'm like wait this is my favorite let's talk about
2: this so how does it get out of control because it's such a passion yeah more was just like originally kind of just posting into the ether and the only people uh, that were following were like my mom and her friends and like three other people. And it was like that for a decent chunk of time. Um, but now every day I wake up and people are like, how come you didn't post about this? And I was like, sleeping, like it happened. It happened at like one in the morning East coast time. Like I I have an actual job and like a life. Um, (laughs) And yeah, like a lot of people obviously know about the account now, so it's just constant uh, getting tagged in things and getting requests. And I mean, it's great. I'm not complaining, but it's yeah, it's gotten out of control in a way. So,
1: well, especially I imagine right now because I think I saw you post online that soccer naturally lends itself to a lot of really good uh, comparisons. And with the Women's World Cup going on right now, there have been a bevy of those I've noticed on your feed. But those happen uh, very late at night for those of us in the
2: U.S. Yeah, I, uh, a lot of those have been after the fact. See, it's a lot more fun doing posts around things that just happened, right? If I'm watching, like NBA Finals, I think it's the best example of that, especially because it's uh, pretty international, right? Basketball's loved by everybody. I mean, soccer, same, same sort of way. Um, but if you can post something within a few minutes of it happening and you're injecting it into the, the conversation that you know people are having on the timeline – and that's what makes it a lot of fun. Part of what kind of sucks now is obviously like everything that's going on with Twitter and uh, all the various things that probably don't make it the most uh, exciting or, or great place to be anymore. But it's like being being around other people that you know are watching that event and, and sort of putting your take in uh, is a lot of fun. But I mean, the World, Women's World Cup is great. There have been a few games the ones that start at like 6 a.m. that I'll be up for and, and can do some stuff in real time uh, around So
0: so LJ, you were grew up in Westchester, New York. I did. Yeah. Okay, so did I. So did I. Where so give me like a young like how did you first off, give me your background, but also like
2: how does one I mean, did was art just something that you fell in love with? Yeah, so always just been a fan of of art and and museums. Always been a big time sports fan as well. Uh I actually I work in sports. I uh (laughs) and I had Tried to play to, for for as long as possible, um, but being a fellow Jew from Westchester, not many of us make <laughs> it to, to to the college football ranks. Um, and, yeah, I guess I, I tend to see things from a sports lens. Uh, and so you know, going to museums where some people see just the painting and maybe you're examining the you know, brush strokes or the, the deeper meaning that the artist might have, I've had when they made it. I look at it and see see something sports related. Um, just kind of like I said when I first started the account, there was really there was really nobody following it, and just had posted a few things on my personal account and had friends say, "Oh, you should make it its own thing." So I just did and, and started to run with it. But uh, yeah, what are you, a quiff bear? <laughs> I'm a, a John Jay. I guess I can't say the. The former name of our team because it got got changed, uh, but we we are the uh, I think we're like the Wolf Pack now.
0: I know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah.
2: yes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it be the John. Yeah, it should be the John Jay Justice because that's an awesome name, uh, and I think they dropped the ball on that. And a lot of good double entendre there with that. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, are you where are so? You from, where are you from? I, want,
0: I was an Edgemont yeah. Panther. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. So you grew up going, doing, I mean, doing kind of both to me is really interesting because I think art is beautiful, but that's, I just look at it and go, oh, wow, this is pretty. You literally like, look, I mean, you're, you're an artist in in a way like you go to museums. You love that. You were, grew up sports. Hit us with some of your favorite teams.
2: I am a diehard Knicks fan, uh, a Giants fan, a Yankees fan, but like just a baseball fan in general uh i like the predators uh go to a bunch of liberty games uh and then a vanderbilt sports fan but i don't want to like admit to that well no that's okay i live in
1: nashville my wife is a vandy <laughs> alum and we have vandy season tickets to football basketball and baseball so you I...
2: sit on the uh, the concrete on that side of the end zone that's not done yet
1: i uh, our tickets, luckily, are not there this year. We, we, we've got we've got better seats this year than, than we used to. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, always an interesting time at the Vanderbilt football game because it's, in a way, it's a home game for the teams that are playing at yeah. Vanderbilt. But as a season ticket holder, it's been one of my most profitable endeavors because I can pay for my entire season ticket usually with one Georgia game or one Florida game. Yeah. So <laughs> if I go to five of the seven home games, I'm making money. It's wonderful.
2: Yeah. It used to be fun going to games, and you're not going to watch the Vanderbilt team. You're watching, you know, Tebow and Percy Harvin come through, and uh, that's what made them made fun.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a definitely a different uh, experience than the rest of the SEC, I'll tell you that Sounds like much. you
0: should be a Jets fan <laughs> and a Mets fan, like just having tickets and selling them and not – well, you at least were making money. I don't think you're going to make much money. Maybe at a Jets this year, but – who knows? Uh, there must be some – I mean when you look at art, there must be some pretty comical art that's out there. Have you ever thought about like how funny – I mean New York sports teams aren't doing so hot lately. Do you ever come up with some comedy stuff that's like mixed in with some of the jet stuff that you see? Yeah, What's the
2: butt fumble look like? I'll have to send you uh, – I, uh, <laughs> I don't even know if I did one of the butt fumble but uh, there was – so early on, it was, like, right now there are, like, comparisons, right? You take one image and next to the other. because started to realize that's what resonated with people. But early on, it was just taking paintings and then writing, not writing, but, like, using a, a tool to caption them on top of the painting. And there was one of, a um, like, a, a wounded Civil War uh, soldier, uh, and he had gangrene. And it was, I did some caption tying you know, gang green to gangrene. And they're like, oh you have, you know, gangrene. He's like, no, I'm just a just a Jets fan or something. And he's like bleeding out of his leg. Um but yeah, they're there uh, the Jets are definitely uh if I go back to ever go back to doing the captions are are definitely fodder for for uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, fun of although yeah, maybe this year they'll be good. I don't know.
1: So with talking about the Jets, what do you think is the – have you found any specific teams that are particularly memeable, for lack of a better term, that particularly lend themselves to these comparisons that you find yourself doing over and over again?
2: Yeah, so it's funny. It's a little less about the teams and more about the photographers that cover certain teams. Um, Like Joe Murphy, for example, is the photographer that covers uh, the Grizzlies. And he he's incredible. Um, there was, like, the shot of Russell Westbrook when they, uh, he was, like, lying on the ground, like, flexing, and it was the overhead shot that he had grabbed of him. Um, and, yeah, it, his, his, uh, his work really lends itself well to, to comparisons. Lindsay Wasson, uh, who covers the Mariners, uh, has been taking some unreal shots this season. So um, I think a lot of it has to do with kind of who's behind the camera for some of these teams um, as opposed – I mean in any given day, any team or any player is going to end up doing something interesting. But it's, it's, if somebody can properly capture that, I think it's really uh, really helpful as well.
0: So so I read, a, I read a couple articles. Walk me through like a post. Like you see a picture. Is it in a paper? Is it on TV? Like how are you finding the pictures – do you have to like is it copyrighted like do you have to call people to get it like what's that process and then you also said that you have like this huge binder of thousands maybe seven thousand pictures but in your database of your brain you must have a ton of pictures how on earth do you remember all this stuff
2: (laughs) yeah so for the sports image itself i could be watching a game and usually it's like the bigger events like nba finals or a women's world cup game where you know that's that's the game that everybody's sort of tuned into, um, and then I'm I'm sort of always on Twitter, uh, and you know, come across images on the timeline that are that are interesting. Um, so either I'll like take a picture if I'm watching a game, take my camera and like take a picture of my screen, or usually if it's something that is worth taking a picture of, somebody on Twitter is going to. I guess there's programs where they run the stream of the game and then they snip it and it's like a HD version versus me like taking my picture. There are a few accounts that, uh, that have that. And then like the no context accounts for the various sports are always have, you know, interesting images. Um, but I'm not, I'm not going in like downloading images from, uh, any like official sources other than just sort of if they're editorial outlets that have used them from official sources, I'll sort of pull those and credit the, uh, <clears throat> the various photographers. Um, so come, come from, uh, come across a lot of images on the, the timeline. And then sometimes people will DM pictures and then a lot of the times they'll just tag the account. And so they'll just show up in my, my notifications, which is really helpful because I can only watch so much, um, like a college football Saturday, I'll have a you know a game or two that I'm watching but then you know, there's stuff going on across the, the spectrum of, of college football and then yeah it's I guess there are a few different things that could happen. I could like know immediately what I want something to be um, just from like knowing the image. Um, it could be a theme in art history that uh, I sort of recognize and then uh, have to find the best version of that where then sometimes it's a artist style uh, or like a a period of art uh, style and then sort of poking through uh, you know what might work best but then yeah I have a I think it's up to it's almost up to like 7,500 in one folder thousand or so in a a different folder uh, of just images that I've like personally taken at museums I used to travel a bunch for work and wherever I'd go I'd go to museums and uh, especially now that the accounts become bigger, I've really tried to go to a museum and just go like up to each wall and you know take photos of things that are interesting, and then yeah, it's kind of memorizing those. Or each museum tends to have themes and sections, and then understanding where something might fall within that. But it all it all kind of comes together.
1: That organizational uh, structure either has to be crazy on point or you just have to memorize everything that's in there chronologically because I can't imagine there's really any other way to do it.
2: It's a little bit of a mess, yeah. <laughs> of, I, I work in like sports data and, and technology, and so I work with a bunch of engineers, and they're always saying, oh, we need to pull all these into a database, and you need to go in and tag them, and then you can search them. And I'm like, I kind of just do that in my head. It'd <laughs> <That's laughs> pretty nice to so – it's a lot of – lot of photos that to have to go through and and tag are you organized by like period by region it's by the folder's organized by when i took it which in turn is organized by basically museum or location um and then within each museum it tends to be a little bit organized by if it's a museum that has art across you know different time periods tends to be organized by by time period and style just based on how you're kind of walking through a museum.
1: So what museum that you've been to, uh, either got you the most photos or the most useful photos?
2: I mean, it's, it's basic, but the Louvre, I mean, there's just so many, uh, I want to say I took like 600, uh, photos at, at, just the Louvre alone. Um, the, The Guggenheim is great if they have a great exhibition because, right, they have a a tiny, tiny, little permanent collection. And then the whole museum is usually something and maybe something small up, up top that's different. And like, uh, Kandinsky, for example, when they had him just tons and tons of his work. Um, and then I can go back, you know, six months later, and then there's somebody else new. Um, so that's always helpful versus, you know, the Met, the Met has, some exhibitions, but, um, you know, handful of museums just don't really turn over. And so you go once and, and you kind of got everything you need. So, uh,
1: going off of, uh, going off of that then, is there a painting that you have been like waiting to use, but haven't found the right moment for yet?
2: <laughs> there was one I was holding on to for a long time that I finally got to use. It's just this random Goya of like this, uh, these people having a picnic outside and one of somebody just throwing up, uh, randomly. And, uh, there's, I don't even remember who the player was. And there's just a baseball game where somebody threw up and I think, looks God, like a blue Jays game it might Some, be it, game. Yeah. It was could it, be a
0: Kansas city game. Yeah. It's it was, something.
2: It was a Royals game. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. when I saw that, I was like, thank God I finally get to use this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, it's,
0: it's really creative. Like you're, you have a, you have a beautiful mind. <laughs> like, it's really creative how you, like, are able to see the sports, you know, modern picture and connect it to something that somebody painted in a museum or it's in a museum somewhere in the last 8,000 pictures you've taken. I find that to be really amazing.
2: I got to find this tweet. Somebody tweeted yesterday. Um, it's it's kind of in the lines of what you said, but in, in a much... Uh, in a funny way. Let's see. Where is it? That, I, I cool. just I just love it. I mean,
0: it's just so – do you have people who like will send you side by side and they're like – they do your work
2: for you? Oh, here. Uh, somebody wrote, when something slash someone is so brilliant, it becomes borderline deranged. So I guess that is – That's a, a beautiful mind. <laughs> there you go. I'm deranged. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean people will, will try their own – a lot of the times, it's just uh, like, you know, the s- ceiling of the Sistine Chapel or like the Scream, because um, I guess those are what people know, right? Um, which is cool, and you know, handful of times will be like some good ones, but um, yeah, most of the time it's people sending just the the sports images in and then looking for for a comparison.
1: So one of the things that I really appreciate is some of your use of the more, of more abstract art, um, especially when it's uh, like the other day you had one of Julio Rodriguez um, which was uh, him getting like, it looked like he was getting splashed by Gatorade or something like that, or some of these that are like much more simpler works um, How do you do what, what are you sort of trying to compare when you look at, especially when it's not something that's exactly as one for one, like a human form to human form
2: Yeah, it's a good question. Um, He's got a beautiful
1: (laughs) mind. He's deranged. That's how he does it.
2: (laughs) I'm crazy. Uh, The, (laughs) yeah, so, like, the Julio Rodriguez one was was a a little tougher, but, like, Gerhard Richter tends to have works that are blurred. Like, he'll, like, some of his works are real, like, actual images and then blurred images. Um, And so I think i I just poked around some stuff in the folder, just seeing if there was anything that might come close to that. And it didn't. And I looked through some of Gerhard Richter's works and, uh, that came up. Uh, yeah. I, colors, placements of things, uh, if it's the, the abstract ones or, or sort of things to, to hone in on, um, I don't, I don't really know it's sometimes like when I see the sports image I do have to think am I, am I gonna try to do a something more abstract or am I going to try to do something that is an actual image and a lot of times it'll just come from the fact that there's probably just no there's no artwork that is uh, you know gonna compare compare like figures and so you're gonna have to go a, a layer deeper so, yeah. does, does, oh keep going I'm sorry
0: I would say like um because of this like do you find yourself like this is my passion our podcast and and the badgers talking about like the football team and it has made me do more homework and like watch more and read more and and do more than I would say I'm I'm used to or accustomed to as like a couch potato fan at this point has this become bigger than like you just putting things together and, and, just kind of not saying you're not enjoying it. I love doing this, but like, is it become a little outside of your comfort zone?
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm, I guess it's less outside the comfort zone and more. I just have used it to try to learn as much as possible about art. Like when I started, I didn't know nearly as much as I do now, mostly because when I go to the museums and, and sort of start, you know, curate the, the folder for Or dump their photo, that museum's photos into the folder. I'll go through them, and then like I don't. So when I when I write the um, the tweets, right? It's the the name of the the painting, the artist, the year, and then the photographer. I don't I don't memorize the name of the painting and the artist and the year. I use Google Lens, right? So I save myself from having to take a photo of the nameplate. But what I'll do is when I After I go to a museum, I'll go through the images and start trying to figure out, like, okay, who are these artists? And then a lot of times I'll just fall into, like, wormholes, like Wikipedia wormholes, reading about different artists and then seeing, okay, like, this kind of looks like this other artist's work. Oh, because they knew each other and, you know, they collaborated. And um, being able to sort of make those connections also helps with the account, but more just I find interesting. Um, So. Has it made you love
0: sports more? Have you been like watching pickleball tournaments and like there's so much sport you could watch in a day. It's like Netflix. I can't watch enough. But like, are you watching other sports to, to create content or are you just going about your business and enjoying maybe tennis is on, you know, my mom watches Roger Federer a little bit too closely, I think. But like, are you watching other sports and is there like ping pong is kind of cool. Like, are you watching these sports to try to, connect something or
2: not really you <laughs> um, <I just laughs> bring a pickleball i've been playing pickleball we just moved and there's a pickleball courts uh right by uh, our apartment which has been a lot of fun but um i kind of just watch what i watch i've been I've long now having worked in sports now for a, a long time sort of just ruined sports in general um <laughs> i'll just kind of I don't know, I'll, I'll just watch what i like and when, when I say, well, watch what I like when it comes to college football, watch like a quarter of, of Vanderbilt and then give up and go and go watch an actual uh, actual game. but yeah, college football Saturdays are my favorite. Um, I'll maybe throw a baseball game on for, for background noise. maybe throw like a, a basketball game on for, for background noise, but definitely excited for for college football season to come back.
1: Have you found any, like, I don't know, th- this is probably overly specific, but have you found any, like, oh, like, college football lends itself very well to a certain Baroque art movement? Or, like, tennis lends itself to some other, like, specific – have you found any sort of connections there that, you know, as maybe – Baroque? Experience?
0: Yeah, I said Baroque. <laughs> Dude, Matt Perkins, you're a beautiful mind, too. You're deranged also. I feel like you two guys would be peasing a pod, like, just watching art and also <laughs> – putting it towards like any sport. That, I, I Matt Wilkins doesn't am forget art, anything.
1: I'm not the art historian. I'm not the art historian, nor will I ever pretend to be.
0: Dude, if you put 1% of your like knowledge of athletics across the board, you would probably do pretty well. I'm just throwing it out there. This guy hasn't remembers every single thing about every sport ever.
2: Yeah,
1: that's all you need. <laughs> but yeah, so going back to that though, are there any like movement sports that like, have you found have like meshed together a lot more than anything else?
2: Yeah, I mean, each sport, like tennis, right? You're only pretty much confined to one figure in each image, and so if you're going to do tennis, it's it's almost certainly going to be like a a movement art, like a Degas, right? So like Degas, a decent amount of his work only shows one or two, you know, figures, and they are in movement. But outside of that, you know, tennis think like abstract might work a little bit better because you're not really comparing groups of people where with something like eh, college football's kind of everything there's just so many different games going on and different colors and different sort of amounts of people you could have in the frame that it, it sort of works well across the board um because it's so
1: covered like you get so many different angles of college football games you can get a stadium or one guy alone you know whereas like you mentioned with tennis like it's basically like one or two angles that you're getting
2: yeah and you can get the i mean i guess this is like every sport but you've got the in stadium photos but then also like a tv broadcast sometimes lends itself well to you know turning into art i think my my favorite one i think i've done is like brock bowers during the national championship game they had the the uh, first down line, or maybe it was the goal line. Uh, first down line technology, where they they like superimposed it on top of him uh, at the angle, um, and I compared to like a Malovich of a, an abstract one, and it's like that's only something you can get from the actual broadcast, Because right? you know, it's not something you can physically see in a game. Um, but there's you know so many games and, and so many different ways to cover it. So, what's your favorite piece of art? Hmm.
1: Isn't uh, like asking for your favorite child?
2: I, I have one. one. Yeah, because you have one <laughs> child. <laughs> um, I just like going to... I like going back to the Met and just seeing... like, I don't know, it feels like you're like kind of seeing old friends. Just pieces that have been there forever. Um, I don't know if there's just one in particular. Uh, there's definitely certain artists that I prefer. Um, and then... When I like going to a museum for the first time and seeing a painting that I've only ever seen online, but then being able to see it in person is pretty cool. Um, so I was at We'd have to stop you there for one second. All right. I went to the
0: Louvre. I saw the um what is the real famous one of the person's face? The Mona the Lisa Mona Lisa. <laughs> first off, I had more fun pushing people out of the way in like the little area they put you in that is literally a fist fight. I love it was a mosh pit. I've never had more fun. My wife is five feet. She hated it. But I love pushing people out of her way. It's literally mayhem with the cops watching you do it. <laughs> that to me was beautiful but underwhelming, like the size. Like I did. So like have you ever been someplace and you're like, man, this is going to be the coolest piece I've ever seen? And then look and be like, it's like a, it's like one inch big or it's something. Like have you ever gone and seen something and you're like, man, this isn't as beautiful as I thought it would be. It's like Now the Mona Lisa is gorgeous. Don't, I will, uh, don't- the
1: little mermaid statue in Copenhagen, Denmark.
2: Like the, the, I'm thinking of the Mona Lisa is like the Jets. It's like you have these expectations. It's, <laughs> it's, Yo, know, that's so grivy of you right it, now. It's also true. Like, this is so small and, and terrible. And it's a fist fight
0: in the stadium <laughs> almost every week. It kind of actually sums up your experience as a Jets fan at the stadium.
2: Yeah, um, <laughs> I it's I guess it's something you have to do once, but then it's yeah, it, it's it's terrible. It's like so far away too. You can't really get a – a good look at it. Now I'm forgetting what you had asked. Um, oh,
0: is there anything that you've seen that you're like, man, I'm so excited for this. And then you go and see and you're like, that's eh, all right.
2: Uh, I, it's more just like, I don't know. I'm, I consider myself lucky to be able to, you know, go to these different museums and see all these different things that even if it's ends up being small or not working for, you know, the account, just the fact that I could like check that box on, on something is, is fun. Cause I don't know, like, the account and just sort of my fun with it becomes better the more and more that I learn and the more and more that I see. And so even if it's something that doesn't work out, um, it's, you know, something that I can say, okay, like I saw that, that painting or that, that, uh, that sculpture and yeah it will never work, but now I know. <laughs> so who,
1: what artists have
2: you discovered
1: that you didn't know before you started out this journey?
2: everyone yeah well that <laughs> uh, well maybe not this journey but I, I took an art history class in in college and that was about it uh in terms of like professional uh, if you want to call it that schooling in art and the rest is sort of just self-taught um but uh I'm
1: i guess like have you gone that. anywhere like recently you've been like i did not know about this person and their art has blown me away
2: So the the Clint uh, Hilma uh, Clint uh, exhibition at the Guggenheim five years ago, four or five years ago um, I didn't know any of her work and probably the best uh, exhibition I've ever seen in person, just incredible. Um, And then from there, there's sort of other artists that uh, were inspired by her work and kind of grow from there um but that's definitely one that that sticks out
1: that's fantastic that is an artist i obviously don't know um okay so her her
2: work is is wild uh i've used it a, a bunch now in the uh account as well um but lots of like bright colors shapes um like abstract but uh a little more like psychedelic in a way is there any like um? Is there any
0: in your brain like no nos or like things you steer clear of? Like, do you not use I don't know like <laughs> folklore or I don't know what, uh, but or like you don't want to do sailing because the pirates? Like, is there anything that you stay away
2: from? <laughs> yeah, anything that can get me in trouble, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> fun, fun to push the lines. There was a uh, yeah. Uh, there have been a few times where I'm like, "Oh, I want to post that really badly," but people are going to get mad. Um, <laughs> so I, I try not to uh, stir the pot's not the right word. I try not to do anything that someone's going to be like. I'm going to call up your boss and then that's probably a good uh, line to not cross. Yeah. I'm going to call up your, your actual jobs boss. (laughs) Yeah. I don't need need any of that.
1: No, I don't think any of us do. Uh, Actually that does not sound like very much fun to be on the receiving end of. Um, So, but speaking of that, so what, what do you think the future holds, especially with, you know, all the changes that Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it these days is making, are you moving to more Instagram? Like, what are you? How are you evolving? And then, what do you see sort of as the future for this?
2: Yeah, I feel like I'm going to be on Twitter till it till it goes up in, in flames and doesn't exist. Even though it's sort of gone up in flames in some capacity already. Yeah, um, I don't know. Instagram's fun, but it's, it's actually sorry, it's not fun. It's it's just it's there. Uh, and I'll make a post; it'll get comments, but there's not it's not like a conversation, right? It's not a, uh, an arena where, where people are hanging out. I post to threads that place sucks. Um, <laughs> all brands and celebrities, like I don't even bother looking at it other than just to post there. Um, I guess blue sky I post to as well, but, um, super confusing and I don't know how to use it and I don't really want to take the time to, to learn, so I guess it's kind of Twitter or Twitter or bust uh, at this point. I don't know. Attention, athletes!
1: Do you want a frictionless and tailored financial planning experience to secure your future? Well, look no further. Introducing Oakbridge Wealth Management, the premier financial planning firm for professional athletes. Led by wealth manager Chris Anasetti, our team provides a unique and comprehensive approach ensuring your financial success both on and off the field. We understand the unique challenges you face as a professional athlete, from managing cash flow habits to planning major business purchases and navigating complex contracts. That's why we've developed a proven process, working closely with our strategic partners to provide seamless solutions for your unique financial journey. Our services evolve with your career, offering short, mid and long-term goal setting portfolio optimization, real estate investments, and more. As you transition to life beyond the field, we support you with career development and philanthropic ventures. But don't just take our word for it. Top NFL players like Chase Boulier, Tyler Biotish, Alec Ingold, and more trust Oakbridge Wealth Management to guide them towards financial success. Troy Dye of the Minnesota Vikings says... I really love the work that Chris and the rest of the Oakbridge group do. I especially like the honesty and transparency when it comes to setting up financial goals and plans that best fit my needs and situation. It's time to elevate your financial game plan. Connect with Chris on Instagram at Oakbridge WM underscore Anaceti. That's W M underscore A-N-I-C-E-T-E. And join the winning team. So do you think there would be a way to make this into, like, do you even like, like you, like Bernie and I, like we do this as a passion, you know, like, like, like he said, like, this clearly is your passion. Do you even like want to like try to like fully monetize it or do you just kind of want to keep it as a passion project?
2: My my wife's in the background. I feel like she's shaking her head like, yeah, monetize it.
1: (laughs) I've heard that conversation once or twice. (laughs)
2: it's like uh, it'd, be, it'd be nice if it if it could uh pay the bills i, I mean there's there's like copyright uh mm-hmm. components if it's you know making uh prints and you know t-shirts with the images on them then you know, I feel like I don't have quite the inertia to to push my like once I'm there I'd be fine but to get to that point you know, I, just, I don't want to I've talked to you, players about it, but I don't want it to like actually go down that path. Um, I've thought about having like a pop-up show and in, in the city would be fun of just printing out some of the works. Maybe not even selling them, but you know, just having them there. Maybe like tickets, I don't, I don't know. Um,
0: but do you ever Do you ever have any of the athletes that you post say, hey,
2: can you send me that? Uh, Every once in a blue moon. Uh, a lot of times it's like the teams or especially like the social media admins for the various teams uh, that have become fans of the account, which is cool. Um, I've done like some collaborations, like a little little bit of uh, stuff behind the scenes. Um, but I don't know. I I need to like hire someone that, that
0: knows how to. That does that. Because yeah. the, um, the one with the, the – it must be the girl's. The women, sorry, playing soccer with their head. they wear red, and then the one of the pic, the picture is a statue of an angel. It looks like that's cool. The one with the women playing soccer in the red. I'm trying to think which one you're talking about. And one of them's, and then the other picture is a
1: statue. La Defense by Rodin. Where is this? August. 15th. I feel like
2: if I'm that, I know, if the, I was a, uh, if I was that person, I'd be like, I want that. Yeah, that's awesome. I think like a lot of times I'll tag the. The athletes and sometimes I'll get like a like on it from them um but I I guess I gotta find some of your or get your old uh photos and I'll pay for them you want to talk about your wife being mad you send me some of those she'll be real mad uh like the
0: butter the butter bean one of me is not my favorite picture but it'd be pretty funny to find some blob in art somewhere that looks just like my bald head thank you for listening to believe